From Clocker Valley in County Tyrone we present Let the Bible Speak It's good to have you join us as Gospel Minister the Rev. Peter McIntyre is here to let the Bible speak and preach Christ in all his fullness. Good afternoon, you're very welcome to our Sunday broadcast here in Radio Star Country. Today we'll be turning to Romans chapter 3. Before we come to that, here's the Calvary Trio with a gospel piece. The preachers are weary, the singers are tired. The church as we know it is losing its fire. Some are discouraged from bearing the load. Must determine to keep pressing on, cause it's just one more soul were to walk down the aisle. It'll be worth every struggle, it'll be worth every mile. A lifetime of labor is still worth it all if it rescues just one more soul. Preachers keep preaching and singers go sing. Laymen keep sharing that Jesus is still the King. The angels have gathered, they're surrounding the throne. And they'll start rejoicing for just one more soul. Cause if just one more soul were to walk down the aisle, It'd be worth every mile A lifetime of labor Is still worth it all If it rescues just one more soul Cause if just one more soul Were to walk down the aisle It'd be worth every struggle It'd be worth every mile A lifetime of labor Still worth it all if it rescues just one more soul. There is one verse of scripture I want to share with you this afternoon. It is found in Romans chapter 3 and the verse 26, where the Apostle Paul wrote, To declare, I say at this time, his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Apostle Paul describes here as the doctrine of justification by faith. The Bible is a book of truth. There are many aspects to the truth of scriptures, all of which are vital. There is the truth of God. There is God the Father, there is God the Son, there is God the Holy Ghost. These three dwell in a blessed trinity. These three are infinite, they are eternal, they are unchangeable. These three pre-existed the heavens and the earth. These three were involved in creating the heavens and the earth. Therefore, the doctrine of God just to historic truth. Historic truth begins with creation. This world stemmed from him, from his creative genius. 
that we are his creatures, that we are countable to him. There is moral truth in the scriptures as well. And the moral truth is basically this, that we are an immoral people. We are sinners because morality, based upon our understanding of God's law, the person who breaks the law of God is immoral and therefore we are all sinners before God. We are all accountable sinners before our creator. And this is most solemn because if there is a God and if he created all things and if we are sinners then we are in terrible trouble because one day we will face him and we will have to give an account and that will be the tragic day of all for many poor souls there is also spiritual truth that there is more to this world than the material there is more to our bodies than flesh and bone and blood there is more to our bodies than what the surgeon can uncover or what the scanning machine can see we are spiritual people this is what sets us apart from all other creatures. This is what sets us apart from the beasts of the field and the fowls of the air and the fish of the sea. We are spiritual creatures and we will live after we die. In fact, one second, one millisecond after we die, we will live and we will live in one of two places, heaven or hell. And while these are spiritual places, they are real places because the spiritual is more real than the material all around us everything is crumbling everything is fading away everything is passing away death is coming for us all but yet life will continue the soul will live on these are vital truths truth about god the truth about history truth about morality the truth about spirituality but there is also redemptive truth that jesus christ came into the world to save sinners that the son of god took my place that he took the form of a man that he died for me that we might be redeemed although we are a lost and a ruined cursed race yet there is redemption there is hope and redemption must be one of the most wonderful one of the most glorious words in the english language because it is a word of hope that jesus christ came to save me why did jesus christ come to save us how does he redeem us by justifying us and this is what i want to talk to you about today this truth about justification and this is a most wonderful truth a truth that we need to grasp perhaps i'm talking to you today and you're not a christian we are not born christians we have to become a christian and the person who is a christian is a person who is justified and this is what paul talks about here in romans 3 and 26 to declare i say at this time his righteousness that he might be just that god might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. I want to talk to you about this truth of justification. Justification by faith alone. What is justification? Justification is a legal term. When we are justified, we are declared by the judge as being innocent of all charges. Justified. Now we are not talking about the High Court in Belfast or Dublin. We are not talking about an earthly judge. We're talking about God, the judge of all the earth. The perfect judge the righteous judge the judge who makes no mistakes the judge who weighs the evidence carefully the judge who does not err in one way it's so important that we are declared innocent of all charges by the holy god of eternity to whom we are accountable but is this possible is it possible for us to be justified by god are we not a guilty people indeed we are is it not the case that once a person is guilty that person is always guilty yes that is true where natural justice is concerned. A royal pardon may be offered to an offender and that pardon will enable the perpetrator to escape the penalty that their crimes deserve. The person may escape the punishment of men. The person may receive a pardon. The person may see through their sentence even. But that person is still a criminal. 
that person has still been found guilty by the court of law. The only way by which that person can be justified is when his legal team or her legal team can prove there has been a miscarriage of justice and then the person is justified but no crime has been committed to begin with. The guilty person can never be justified according to law. But we are not innocent before a holy God and this is our problem. If we are to escape hell we must be justified. Pardoned is not enough because all pardon will do is forgive us for all of our sins but it will not nullify the fact that we have sinned. To be pardoned is not enough. A systematic guilt remains. And where that guilt is, there must be punishment. And eternal hell is the only place where those who commit even one sin can be punished. And we have committed more than one sin. We sin daily. We sin in our thoughts. We sin in our attitudes. We sin with our words. We sin with our deeds. We are all hell-bound sinners, deserving of hell forever. How is it that we can be justified. This is the mystery. This is what we need to discover. So what must happen? We need God to declare us justified. But he must do this in such a way where he retains his own justice. He retains his own honour. He retains his own purity. When the law of the land pardons a perpetrator there can be a hue and a cry. The people who were harmed by the activities of that person will say the law is wrong. The government is wrong. The governor of the state in America or the president is wrong to issue such a pardon when there is a lack of justice they feel betrayed so how is it that God can justify us and yet retain his honour yet retain his holiness yet retain his justice he must be a good judge he must be a pure God he must be a holy God and yet at the same time if we are to be redeemed the guilty must be justified how can God square this circle how does this happen what is the mystery what is the secret of it the apostle Paul said that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus so what is the secret how can God justify me and how can God justify you he doesn't do it through our works the Bible says here he justifies the person that believes in Jesus it's by faith faith in Jesus Christ our works are not enough you can be as religious as you can be you can offer as many prayers as you can possibly offer and you can offer those prayers day and daily morning and at noon and in the evening you can be as upright and as honest and as honourable. You may go to your church and you may take part in all of the sacraments. You can do all of these things. And yet that will never be enough. For the Bible says in another place, the Apostle Paul wrote, Salvation is not of works, lest any man should boast. And why is it that works are not enough? Because all of our works are mingled with sin. We cannot be justified by our own actions. Impossible for God to justify us by our own actions because by our own actions we will always fall short so it's not by works and it's not by works plus faith you might say well I have works but as I work I believe no no that is not enough it's faith alone God is the justifier of him that believeth in Jesus so is it our faith that actually justifies us no it isn't it is Christ that justifies us faith is the way in which we accept that we can do nothing that the very best that we do is worthless. The very best that we do is never enough. That we are failures. We need to trust someone else. We need to trust the life of someone else, the death of someone else. We need to trust this person for our justification. It's not about me, it's about him. Faith is resting upon another. And it is quite clear, the one that we put our faith in is Jesus Christ. So what is it about Christ that justifies us? 
He took my place. That's what it's all about. When he lived that perfect life, he lived the life that we could not live. He lived a righteous life. Even Pilate, his judge, said, I can find no fault in this man. Everyone perceived his holiness. That's why some people hated him. He was a threat to them because he was so holy. He was so good. He was so righteous. Christ astonished everyone by his actions, but also by his words. He dumbfounded his critics. They had no answer to what he said because he was perfect, do you see? His life had such a magnetism, such a drawing power, such a beauty, such a wonder. And the Son of God became man that he might live for you and for me. So we can be righteous through Christ, the only righteous man who ever lived. But we can also be righteous through his death. Because on that cross... He took our punishment. He took our hell. And this is why God can remain just and still be the justifier of him that believeth in Jesus. Because Jesus took our punishment. And where punishment has been exacted, God won't require that punishment again. So because Christ has taken my place and died for me and suffered for me when I believe in him and trust in him, I know that I will never face hell because Christ has faced that hell for me. He has taken the punishment and law cannot take the punishment twice. And this is the beauty of it. It's the substitutionary work of Christ. He took my sin. He took my guilt. He took the weight of it upon his own body that I might have his righteousness. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Isn't that a wonderful thing? That God, the great judge, can sit in his courtroom and he can say to this poor lost sinner, you're justified. You today have his righteousness. And it's not my righteousness. It's not your righteousness. It's Christ's righteousness. And what I would appeal to you today is this. Don't hold on to your guilt. Realize your guilt, but don't hold on to it. Come with your burdens to Jesus Christ. And this is faith alone. Faith alone that saves the soul because Christ alone redeems the soul. Come as a sinner to Jesus and confess your sin. Receive the assurance that you are justified. You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak. If we can be of any further spiritual help or if you would like to receive some free gospel literature, we invite you to write to us. Our mailing address is... Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. That's Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. You may hear Mr. McIntyre preach each Lord's Day here in Clocker Valley Free Presbyterian Church at 11.30 a.m. and 7 p.m. For further information, you may phone us at 028-8952-1611. 028-8952-1611. We assure you of a very warm welcome at all the services and look forward to having you visit with us. Thank you for listening today. May the Lord richly bless you, and don't forget to tune in on this same station at the same time next week, when once again we turn to the Scriptures and let the Bible speak.